We begin with a simple meditation, allowing your body to relax and enjoy the conversation which is to come. Sit comfortably and when you are able to, close your eyes. Place your attention on your breath as you inhale and exhale through your nose. With each inhale, drive your breath into your belly, allowing it to expand. And as you exhale, allow the breath to exit with a gentle sigh. One more deep breath in, into your belly. And a gentle exhale as you sigh. And again, a deep inhale into your belly, allowing for a full exhale as you sigh. As you bring your breath to a regular calm pace, inhaling and exhaling through your nose, allow for a wave of relaxation to wash over your body. Finding any areas that may be holding tension. Begin scanning at the top of your head, noticing your brow, your jaw, and releasing any tension. Scan your neck, your shoulders, lifting your shoulders up to your ears and allowing them to drop. And again, lifting the shoulders up to the ears and allowing them to drop. Feeling the weight of the world rolling off. As you continue to relax, allow your chest and your upper back to release as you become aware of the beating of your heart in your chest. You may gently place your fingertips on your sternum, feeling the beating of your heart. Chin to chest in gratitude. As you continue to relax, let any tension go from your belly and you may place one hand on your heart and one on your belly, connecting the vibration of these two centers through your hands. Release even further, feeling the weight of your body on your seat as you place your hands on your lap. Allow for this wave of relaxation to wash over your legs, puddling at your feet with any traces of tension disappearing into the ground. Continue to inhale and exhale through your nose, allowing yourself to relax even further Breathe for another three rounds of breath. And when you're ready, you may open your eyes. Hello, and welcome to the Live Journal Podcast. I'm your host, Paola Atlason, holistic health consultant and healthy lifestyle designer. 
During the podcast, I will be in conversation with renowned women in service to their community, sharing personal stories and the self-care rituals that keep us grounded. Let's begin. Hello, everyone. Today's episode is from my Fun Friday Chats weekly series from Instagram. If you'd like to tune in live, come by every Friday between 12 p.m. or 2 p.m. Time varies, but if you want to follow me on Instagram at Paola Atlas on Wellness, you will get weekly prompts and the option to ask any questions you need answered. And if you know me well, you know I love to answer your questions. So come by and listen in. Hello, friends. It's Fun Friday Chat. I'm trying to accommodate myself because I'm in a new spot. Today, I'm going to be in the sunshine, coming um, to you with some answers. I see that you guys sent a lot of good questions in, and I want to make sure that we get to all of them. So let's see um, who joins us. I see a couple of people joining. I want to give us a few moments and also remind you that you can always ask questions live on the chat. Um, if we run out of time and then you think of some questions you wanted to ask, you can always DM me, send them to me, tag me, anything you want. I love when I see you guys tagging your goddess smoothies, hashtag goddess smoothie, hashtag ideal plate, um, and seeing that you're integrating some of these very simple practices into your day to day. And I promise you. Even if we're not working together one-on-one, either on the group or, or mentorship, if you start applying some of the um, things I share here regarding ideal plates, starting your day with a smoothie, um, you can see those all on my um, highlights, story highlights, where I, I, I'm always talking about how to build an ideal plate. And I think somebody actually sent a question, um, how to make an idea, um, the goddess smoothie, the recipes and the highlights. Um, I have a bunch of recipes in my highlights that give you ideas on what an ideal plate meal is. And I promise you that if you begin integrating some of these uh, practices into your day-to-day, you will start feeling amazing and seeing results. I have people that follow me and by simply implementing some of these practices have dropped a lot of unhealthy weight they were holding. Um, are feeling fantastic, skin issues resolved, gut issues resolved. Um, and then they come and work with me to go deeper. But even by you implementing some of these simple practices, ideal play, God is moody, and the things that I speak of often um, on this platform, you'll feel great. So now that there's a good number of you here, let's start answering questions. And you can always ask me questions real time. So, um, okay. Question number one, foods for vitamin C. So the one of the highest vitamin C containing foods are lemons. So lemons and limes. I am a huge advocate of you starting your day with lemon water. It doesn't even have to be hot. It's If you drink warm little lemon water, it's even better because the warmth of the water gets your digestion going. Um gets the, the the balance of acidity, the pH balance of the of the stomach um, ready for the day. And lemon, apart from having a lot of vitamin C, is 
It supports the liver and detoxification. Vitamin C in the body um, leads to collagen production within the body. So our skin starts glowing and um, we just get, um, oh my God, Meneth and Maria are here. Um, but yeah, lemons are the number one. So it's not oranges. So if you want to increase your vitamin C, um, vitamin C is one of those components that we don't produce in our own body. Every animal, I believe every animal, at least mammals, correct me if I'm wrong, hide the knees, produce their own vitamin C in their body. We do not. Apparently, there's a theory that says that maybe at one point, hundreds of thousands of years ago, we did. But because we ended up consuming it a lot from nature, from fruits um, and vegetables, we stopped producing our own vitamin C. So we do need to supplement it if you are low on vitamin C. And the number one food for vitamin C is lemons. Um, you can find it in berries. You can find it in oranges. You can find it in mangoes. You can find it in pineapple. But if you really want a punch of vitamin C, that lemon water in the morning, I make mine with half a lemon in about like an eight ounce glass of water, room temperature. Um, if that's too much, do quarter of a lemon start there. If you really like it, put a whole lemon in there and it will really, really help. So that's question number one. Okay. Question number two. Oh, I love this question. And if you know me, you know I love this question. What are your thoughts on fasting? I am very anti-intermittent fasting in the way that has been commercialized. Now, if you want to fast, this is how I have my clients fast. This is how I fast. I finished dinner by 8 and I don't eat breakfast until around 8. So that gives you a 12-hour window fast. That's good. That's a natural um, um, circadian rhythm um, supportive fasting. It's a natural fasting. It's not a forced fasting where I wake up and I decide I'm not going to eat until 12 or 1 p.m. And then I'm going to have a, a feeding window and then I'm going to not eat for the after that for the rest of the day. We don't need that. Are there studies supporting benefits of fasting? Yeah. Who are those studies done with? Usually obese people, a lot of them are done in men. When you look at the studies done um, on intermittent fasting in women, especially of, of menstrual age, they're no good. We actually need to eat. And please, women, stop listening to anybody that tells you that eating less or skipping meals is what's going to lead to you feeling better. It is not. I guarantee you 100% if you start eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner, morning, noon, and night. If you need a snack in between, eat it. Women's bodies need to eat. We need food because we have a lot going on internally. And chances are those of you that have been fasting for a long time, it's not working. And you keep doing it because you're there's like a hope that it would magically work. So try eating. I have My programs are about eating. I teach you how to eat so that we stop this nonsense. So I'm not pro-intermittent fasting at all. I'm actually, then you could say I'm against it. But a natural fast is when we finish dinner at a certain time and then we eat breakfast the next day within a certain time. So what does that mean? Don't eat dinner too late. Are you familiar with your circadian rhythm? It's a that 24-hour cycle of how the body, um, how you introduce energy and we use energy in the body. So the body doesn't like to eat late, you know, finish your dinner by eight o'clock max. And then by the next day, when you wake up and have dinner by eight, 
you fasted in a natural way where it feels good. Okay. Let's see. Favorite skincare brands. I uh, like uh, recently, and I'm a loyalist, I have to say. I don't switch stuff around that much. When I find something that I love, I stick to it. So I've been using the Nuco um, cleanser. It's a um, protects the... Oh my God, I'm blanking out. The layer of the skin that has a, like the, the, the microbial balance of the skin is very supportive to um, having um, a balanced acidity and microbial balance of the skin. And I like it very much. The something barrier. Can somebody remind me? The something barrier of the skin. I've loved it. It's a generous portion. The Cost is great. I love anything that Jules does. The Nuco is a fantastic company. Um, and it cle it really cleans your skin. So I do that. And then when I, I love a toner. So I take turns between Biologique Recherche, P50. Yes, I love it. I know it's not the cleanest. They say it's pretty clean. Some people say there's stuff in there. I love that stuff. It, I have oily skin that dries on the surface, so I do need to exfoliate gently um, daily, and I find that that's the best um, exfoliating toner. I love it. And when I use it after having washed my face with the new gold cleanser, not a lot of dirt is left there as opposed to other cleansers. And then I'm like, whoa, that didn't take any makeup or anything off. I don't wear a lot of makeup, but you know, concealer and stuff. Um, so I, the cleanser, the Nuco, the Biologique Recherche. Now I've also bought the Bioderma toner, that old school French pharmacy toner. And I'll take turns between the Biologique and that. And then for moisturizer, I love Augustina's Bader. I think that is the best moisturizer out there right now. It is clean um, ingredient. And I don't like to say the word clean, but in terms of beauty, I, I will use that. Um, it's fantastic. It's phenomenal. I actually ran out and I am trying a new Joanna Vargas because her products um, seem to be really nice. That's what I'm wearing right now because I ran out of my Augustinus Bader and I had that other one as a backup there. Uh, but I love Augustinus Bader. I think if you are going to spend money on a moisturizer, that's worth it. It's like amazing. My husband uses this too, and, and his skin is fantastic. It's great with people that have rosacea, if you have any type of skin imbalance, but it's just, it's magical. Okay. Oh, and for the body, I love my friend Angela's Jiva Apoha line. Her oils are amazing and she makes everything herself and it's the most delicious luxurious all natural beautiful oils for this the, the body she also has a face oil that's really nice but i don't use face oil because of my 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 face doesn't love them i love them but my face doesn't okay next question routines or rituals to feel good oh, so many but so simple. And that's my philosophy. You keep it simple. You create a morning routine that's really supportive and you create a little evening routine that's really supportive and they don't have to be complicated. You don't have to do all the things all the time. So 
my morning routine, which I actually shared yesterday on Cap Beauty um, on their Instagram, if you spend the day with me over there, the second I wake up, I sit up in my bed and I meditate. That's my number one non-negotiable. If I don't fit it in there for any reason, I will do it later. But I meditate in the morning and I also meditate in the afternoon. But let's keep it to the morning. So that is a ritual that makes me feel fantastic because it's like you plug your phone, right? To recharge it. Um, it's like plugging yourself to recharge. Even though I, I, I'm literally just waking up, it just helps me start the day with myself. I breathe. I see what thoughts are going through my mind. Those are the best 20 minutes ever. So that, um, after that, I do my lymphatic work. So I teach a lot of lymphatic techniques when you work with me in group or one-on-one. -on -one. Things that are very simple to do at home in the bathroom. I take my PJs, do my lymph work, dry brush my skin, put my workout clothes on. It takes me five minutes. That's number two. Then I do my lemon water that I was just preaching about a few minutes ago. And that simple lemon water is, it's just so, all of these routines, rituals are very powerful, but that lemon water in the morning, it just sets your system up for success for the day. I don't know. It's, it's magical. And all my clients, I have them do it and they love it. And it's something, it's so simple. It's a lemon in water, you know, so that's fantastic. And then, of course, I eat breakfast. And usually my breakfast is my goddess smoothie, which the recipe is in my highlights. If you're curious, it's very simple. And that's the only place where I have a powder. I'm not a powder fan. As if, if you've seen recently, I've been really vocal about people trying to sell you powders to boost your metabolism, heal this, do that. Powder, powder, powder. No, but in this, in the goddess smoothie, I do have, um, I do recommend collagen, but it's more of a supplement. So it's supplementing something that if you're having digestive issues, um, if it's, it's just good for the gut, that type of collagen. So I'm not using as a food replacement or meal replacement or a magical potion. It has a function, which is gut repair. And if I don't have the smoothie, if I'm feeling like eating a regular breakfast or if I'm traveling and I not I do not carry blenders with me. I don't carry stuff. Um, it's an egg with berries, some greens, um, always my black coffee. So that's, I'm just giving you an idea of what simple rituals that make me feel so good. Of course, we can add to that movement. I love working out or going for a walk. And of course, we can layer on. Like today, I was gua shaing my skin, but... I don't do that every day, but every day I meditate, I do my lymph work, I do my lemon water, and I eat breakfast. And usually that's the goddess smoothie. So, and then Maria saying there, the goddess smoothie is so good. It's so good. You you start craving it. It's a complete meal in milkshake form, essentially, right? All right. So, let's see. Go to breakfast and lunch. Again, my go-to breakfast is my goddess smoothie. The recipe is in the highlights. It's super simple. Um, and then my go-to lunch is whatever's in the fridge because I'm a big advocate of, uh, yes, Denise also has her um, her smoothie and pudding form. You can make it as a bowl if you make it thicker and top it with seeds and fruit and anything you want. Um, I my, my lunch varies a lot but it's always my ideal plate formula which is some protein up to a palmful sometimes i'm not that into protein sometimes more 
at least a fistful of raw vegetable, a fistful of um, cooked vegetable, and at least two thumbs of fat. That's the, the template for the ideal plate. What does that look like for me? Sometimes it's shrimp with some lettuce and some roasted fennel or some chicken with roasted potatoes and um, kale salad. I am for ingredient-based cooking, so I don't do a lot. Miriam, she's here. The circle is here. The circle is here. Um, you're the queen. Between you and Denise and Maria and all my beauties, you changed my life, guys. Everybody that I come across and trust me, and what I do, you guys change my life because I learn from you. And every challenge and every experience makes me grow more as a human being. So thank you. Thank you. Um, but anyway, I'm, I'm, I digress. Lunch can be very easy if you step, step away from the mentality of it having to be complicated and recipes and all that stuff. When you're in the kitchen, make stuff. Meaning, if you're already making breakfast for yourself or your family in the morning, put a piece of salmon and some asparagus and zucchini on a tray and roast it. And you can have that for lunch or dinner. If you're in the kitchen making dinner, are you guys still there? If you're still make, if you're in the kitchen making dinner for yourself or your family, make extra rather than making the exact amount of um, chicken for that night or or vegetables. Make double and save self from the next day. So I'm always putting extra stuff in there um, and keeping it in the fridge. So I work from home and I'm usually back to back on call. So my lunchtime is in my calendar. And when it says I have to eat, I go to the fridge and whatever is there, I eat that. Is it always what I feel like eating? No. Is it always delicious? Yes. So we have to get over that idea of like, well, I don't feel like eating that. If you're, if you understand that, Food is fuel, number one. Food is joy. Food is love. Food is connection. Food is fun. Food is everything you want it to be. But number one is fuel. And if you're skipping lunch because you don't have what you feel like eating in the fridge, then you're doing yourself a huge disfavor. So have some stuff you can grab in the fridge. Most of the time, I actually eat it cold. I don't mind a cold meal. Um, but warm it up have some stuff in there, have some chopped lettuces, have a piece of salmon and a piece of chicken floating around in there, have some roasted veggies and put it on a plate and eat it. Okay, somebody asked a new question, let's see. Oh, so what is an ideal plate? So I just described that an ideal plate is what I call my formula, my template for making sure you get all the micronutrients you need in a meal. So we're not talking about macros. We're not talking about carbohydrates, proteins, fats, even though we are, but we're talking about it at the molecular level, at the micronutrient level. So if you're only eating big salads, but you don't have any fat in them or any cooked vegetable, you're missing out on a bunch of stuff. If on the other hand, you're just eating protein and not having any cooked or raw vegetables, you're missing out on a lot of stuff. Our bodies are designed to eat a little bit of everything because the body that you inhabit today is the same as it was hundreds of thousands of years ago when we were hunter-gatherers, when we literally didn't grow food, we didn't um, 
raise animals to eat. We ate what we found. We had to either kill it or pull it from the ground or if we found a tree and the monkeys already hadn't eaten the fruit fruit there, that's what we got. So our body is designed to thrive from eating a little bit of everything. So the more complete and ideal your plate is, the more food acts as your multivitamin. I've had so many people in recent days ask me so much about multivitamins again because everybody wants to sell you a magic pill right oh if you take this multi you don't have to worry about not getting all your food or if you eat this green powder in the morning that has 75 different vegetables in it you won't have um a trouble getting your vegetables in let me tell you something i experiment with everything that's out there i try it to know what it feels like i try it sometimes some of my clients are in areas where literally there's no vegetables so i have to play with all these things and i tried one of these powders recently a very popular one um and it destroyed my stomach i was so gassy i could not move and i was on a trip to miami with my friend lauren and she had to live with me while i went through this for four days so the body doesn't like powders, concentrated forms of food. The body likes food. So an ideal plate is your multivitamin. If you have up to a palmful of protein, at least a fistful of raw vegetable, at least a fistful of cooked vegetable, and at least two thumbs of good fat. And again, you can find that on my highlights. And when you work one-on-one with me, that gets a lot more refined because we're going to find what that balance is for you at each stage of your cycle of the month depending on how much energy you're using physically or mentally ideal plate is not the same for everyone but this if if i can give you a template to follow is that and you can find it in my highlights if you have questions ask me but um if you eat a little bit of everything all of those things your body will be very happy the smoothie contains that um composition your lunch your dinner you're not going to be hungry between meals because you're giving your body complete information when we chew food and the second you chew food and start swallowing it it, it's not called chicken or apple or lettuce anymore it's called a bolus and that bolus i want you to think of that as a vitamin pill and you want it to be complete so every the more complete that information is as it gets to your body the, the happier your body is. So you're not going to be just eating to be alive. You're going to be eating to thrive. So please eat and please eat ideal plates. Okay. I see Maria asked a question here. Oh, no, Connie did. Hello, beautiful. Hello, beautiful Connie. Your top anti-inflammatory tips for someone who eats the ideal plate, anything to try to add or remove. So Again, when I start working with people one-on-one, we do something called a wellness assessment where I ask you about your lifestyle, your medical history. I want to know how your day-to-day looks like. I want to know what foods you eat a lot of, what you're not eating enough of, what your preferences are. Uh, are, Are you stressed? Are you feeling bloated? How's your cycle? I go deep in there. And based on that information, I am able to tell what may be causing the inflammation. So that's the that's the more precise way of me being able to say, okay, eat this and not that. But now from a blanket statement point of view, there are some foods 
that I want you to pay attention um, and see if you're eating too much of those, which are ideal plate friendly, but eaten every day. Again, we don't, we, the body likes a little bit of everything. So rotate your vegetables, rotate your protein. So are you eating a lot of tomatoes? Is there a lot of dairy on your plate? Um, are you eating a lot of cruciferous vegetables? And these are things that are very common and very available and we tend to overdo them. Um, and you know, tomatoes, potatoes, eggplants, peppers, they're from the nightshade family. They contain something called anti-nutrients. So they are very nutritious, but they also have some components that um, indicate that they don't want us to eat so much of them. Why? Because um, contrary to popular opinion, all the plants of the world don't just want to be eaten by us. They want us to eat a little bit of a little bit of them, but they don't want to be extinct, extinguished by us eating them. So there's a point where if you're eating the same plant foods daily over and over again, the it, it accumulates in your system, and it's like time to lay off of the tomato. Tomatoes, like, dude, you're just gonna eat all the tomatoes ever or peppers. I do that too. So don't think it's um, don't think it's that uncommon. It is summertime, especially now in late summer. I love a sun gold. I love an heirloom tomato. I love making tomato sauces. I've been eating tomatoes like there's no tomorrow because I don't like tomatoes in the winter. I don't like tomatoes out of season. They just don't taste the same. So I've been eating a lot of tomatoes. And what did my body do? I started getting all these little breakouts here. And the chin is connected to not only the hormones, it's digestive as well. So my body is telling me, girl, stop it with the tomatoes because probably was stirring up something in there. So look at which foods, even though they're ideal plate friendly, you're eating all the time and repeating and maybe take a break from that a few days and then rotate your food so that's that will be a general i hope i answered your question connie let me know if you want me to be more specific okay debbie's here oh my god all oh, the queens okay favorite foods i'm just gonna answer a couple more i like all the foods <laughs> i'm not lying since i was a child my grand, I think, I think my grandfather, rest in peace. He's with me all the time. Sometimes not. He apparently, I he he sends me messages to leave him alone for a minute. But I grew up with my grandparents, and my grandpa would celebrate any achievement, anything good that I did with taking me out to really fancy meals just he and I, and we would go to a Spanish restaurant and have um, garlic shrimp and paella, or he would take me to the best gelato place. And, you know, or we would go to the, some new, and it was like white cloth napkin scenarios. Like we were on a date and we loved to eat really good grown-up food so I love food I grew up with people that loved cooking my grandmother's cooking to me is still the best in the world my last meal I wish it would be her rice and beans with a stewed meat that she makes with fried plantains avocado a salad um I love food so I okay 
if you want to know what my favorite food is or what my not favorite food is, is I don't like bland food. I'm Dominican. So when you're working with me, it's not about eating steamed or boiled and no, you're going to eat beautiful seasoned. I love spice, herbs, textures, flavor, different cuisines. Um, I like food. I like everything. If you would ask me what specific items, it varies. Right now, I told, like I said, I'm eating so many tomatoes. I love a good pizza, Napolitan. I like a good burger. Um, the same that I like steamed vegetables. There's nothing better than steamed vegetables with ginger and a little soy sauce. Or now you got me hungry because I haven't had lunch. So I love food. Love food. Food is here for us. Okay. Couple more questions because it's 1.30. Um, oh, this is a good one for my Tamers, my Tam sisters. How do I fuel before and after you t your TA workout? I don't. I don't eat like that. If I ate breakfast and I'm going to eat lunch and I have dinner, I'm covered. I don't need to fuel my workout. I hydrate my workout, however, because I go to the studio in Tribeca. And today, my shoes that I'm staring at are like two swimming pools because all the sweat went into them and now they're nasty and I have to wash them. So we sweat a lot. So I don't feed a workout, but I hydrate a workout. If you are eating the way that I'm telling you, breakfast, lunch, dinner, ideal plate style, you don't need to worry about, to worry about fueling. That is for athletes. Somebody that's training in a very systematic way and they have to get a certain number of calories in, they have to get a certain number of, that's where macros come in. They need to do stuff like that. But for a regular everyday mom that loves to work out and do her TA, eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you'll be good. Make sure you hydrate, electrolytes are great, um, but just eat normally. Okay. Let's see. Let's find... Can we watch the live and replay? Yes, all my lives are in the live section of my profile. Um, let me answer. There's a couple of really good questions. So how did I learn Vedic meditation? And this is one I want to answer because I really want to speak more about meditation because it is such a powerful tool. Like I said, it's how I literally begin my day. Um, saying meditation is like saying sport. You have to find one that resonates with you and that you are willing to sit and practice. It's a practice and practice makes better. Notice I didn't say perfect. Practice makes better. So Vedic meditation resonated with me. I, in 2017, I had already tried different modalities, uh, guided meditations, apps, breath work, this and that, and nothing engaged me. I was in a corporate in the corporate world. I was the girl that would not sit. I'm like, I can't, I can't sit and close my eyes for five minutes. Ten? Are you kidding me? No, that's like my body wouldn't allow it. Even in yoga class, when you do the shavasana, I just couldn't do it. I was just like, I need to keep going, right? But I knew there was something that I needed to explore because I had heard about the benefits. I had met people that meditated and they just had a different outlook on things. So I don't remember how I came across. I think it was through Elena Brower, who's a yoga instructor, a fantastic person. Um, and she was talking about Vedic meditation and her teacher, Tom Knowles. 
I was intrigued. So I went to his website. I saw that he was teaching in New York in that February. It's a four-day course. I went and everybody was like regular people. Um, I also had had this idea that people that meditate were, you know, more hippie or more into natural um, things that didn't come out right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to go into the like religious or spiritual side of it. At that point, I was like, don't talk to me about that. And what I love, what I loved about Tom and how he was teaching it and how people, the people that are Vedic meditation teachers, they talk a lot about the science of it. And I am a science geek. I am, I love science as much as I love spirituality. Don't get me wrong. They actually have a point of connection and a lot of scientists are talking about that now and we'll get to that in a separate conversation but um it took the course so if you're interested in learning vedic meditation they explain everything to you how meditation works in the body um the neuroscience behind it the the molecular effects of meditation i was fascinated from day one that we practiced the technique i just felt it working how stress release meditation is a tool for stress release when you meditate you are going into a deep state of rest while awake which allows for a lot of stress release if you're not sleeping well because your mind is racing you need to meditate if you can keep your head in one idea one thought at a time because there's so many going in your head you need to meditate if you're more involved on what's going on in the world and how you're being engaged in, in showing up for your own, own life, you need to meditate. So if meditating med meditation is not for you, look for one. There are so many, again, baseball, basketball, swimming, soccer, all different sports, right? You find the one you like, you find the meditation practice you like. I happen to love Vedic meditation. You meditate twice a day, 20 minutes a day. It's incredible and it it's changed my life. So you can go to Tom's um, website, Tom Knowles, T-H-O-M-K-N-O-L-E-S. Um, there's also Susan Chen. There's also the Spring Meditation in New York. DM me if you want to find more. But um, And it, it's similar or the same as Transcendental Meditation. They have a lot of centers around the world. Um, it's just branded differently and... Find one that you like. All right. Let me see. I'm feeling I'm feeling like I want to keep chatting. Let's see if I answer. There were two more. Anybody else have any more questions here that you want to ask? I'm just answering from um oh a lot of people ask me this question. So yesterday when I did the cap um takeover, I posted a photograph between client calls. I, Miriam, I'll answer your question too. Between client calls, I study, not all the time, but a lot. I, I'll, I, depending on the subject I'm studying, right now I'm into the biology of emotion, um, molecular hormonal reactions translated as feelings, all this stuff. Fascinating. And I, that led me to find this book um, about a practice called polarity therapy. I had never heard of it, but it incorporates. Um, energy work with hands-on work with anatomy in this I, I just started studying so I'm not very versed in it but it's fascinating and there's these drawings in there and I posted a photo of it 
And so many of you asked me what this book was, and it's called Polarity Therapy by Rudolf. Oh God, I forgot the last name. Polarity Therapy by Rudolf. I'll post the name again. But with that data, you can find the book on Amazon. And he was a pioneer. I think he's the person that invented this or started putting this um, together in the 1940s, I believe. Rudolf Stone? Randolph Stone? Rudolf Stone? I'll post it. But that's, you can find, I found it on Amazon. It's actually easier to, it's a very rare book to find. You can find it on Amazon from different sellers. Okay, so Miriam, the last question I'm going to answer, she asked me where I got my chain. So this chain that also many people ask about, which because it's beautiful, was designed by my friend Raquel Garcia. Her Instagram handle is Raquel Garcia Design. She is a New York, Connecticut um, interior designer and jewelry designer. She's a fellow Tamer. So if you're a Tamer, we support Tam family businesses like mine, like Raquel's. So she designed the necklace and the charm holder. But this charm, my grandmother, my mother's mom gave it to me. I'm going to get even closer because it's so beautiful. And my grandmother is not known as a very gifting person. She's not a gifter. <laughs> but when I came to New York, in 1998, she took this off of her chain and she gave it to me. So that means the world to me. So my abuela's charm, and it's a very abuela charm, is the virgin. It's I don't know which virgin it is holding her baby Jesus, but she got it somewhere special. And she told me the story, but this was a long time ago, and she gave it to me. So, but if you like the chain, Raquel and Raquel has also very beautiful charms. Um, that you can see on her website. Oh God, my kid is crying. All right, that has been it for today. If you have any more questions, please DM me. My son's gonna come in crying. I don't know what's going on. I love you all and I'll see you next time. I love you. I love all of you. Thank you for listening. For nutrition, coaching, wellness offerings, and upcoming events, please visit my website, paolaatlason.live. And for daily musings and simple advice, you can find me on Instagram at paolaatlasonwellness. Sending love.